0: Acne, 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 guess what today's podcast is about? Yep, I think you guessed it right, acne. If you didn't know, last summer I had really bad acne. The whole nine yards. Cistic, bad acne scars from me picking at them, blackheads, whiteheads, and so many people who would meet me for the first time would ask if I was hurt. What happened to your face? They were so scared. I laugh about it now, but it used to hurt me a lot back then. I would even post TikToks and one of them got a little bit popular and people didn't know people that I didn't even know would say, "Wow, look at all that confidence even with those acne scars. Keep it up." I know they meant well, but I definitely took it to heart. Like, is that all people see when they look at me? It was my biggest insecurity. But, let's rewind from the start. (laughs) Since I can remember, I've had these blackheads on my nose. And that's been my biggest problem for about five years until 2020. I would get them in my T-zone area, which is your nose and your forehead, and my skin would be so so oily so that's probably why i got it but the rest of my face was clear and blackhead free i never got whiteheads and i never got pimples i'd go twice a year in fifth and sixth grade to this lady's house where she would give me a really good facial with blackhead extractions and it worked wonders when i moved in seventh grade i did take a break from facials and for a couple of years i was just pretty complacent with my face Here's the thing about me, I'm horrible at remembering to do important things. If I don't write down birthdays, events coming up, or even a to-do list for tomorrow, I'll forget everything. But I can remember that one brunch that I had in Las Vegas about four years ago because it was so good or the feeling that I got driving through Death Valley National Park, or I even think that eight years ago when we went to Colorado, we stopped in the valley right at the Colorado River and we skipped rocks and the water was a clear blue. I remember little things of no importance, but I can't remember the important things. So getting to the point, I never remembered to wash my face, like ever. Well, back then at least. Now I kind of have to, unless you wouldn't have seen a difference. But anyways, so in the ninth grade, the pimples started popping up, so I started with facials again. My mom and I tried different places, but I don't know, I wasn't a big fan of any of them. None of them really took care of my face like that lady did in her own house, because I felt all of them were just rushed on a schedule, and it was like in, out, done. When I pay $150 for a facial, I expect to feel like a queen coming out. The middle of sophomore year 2020, in January, that's when it started to get bad. And this was before COVID. So pimples were starting to pop up that I've never really gotten before, and I was definitely being dramatic, but it wasn't that bad. So I got a facial done in February, and unfortunately my face didn't react to it too well. Once COVID hit, I was staying inside, eating all this crap, not really exercising, etc. And that's when I got to the point where it was red, bloodied, bruised, and scarred. I guess I was a lot to blame for popping my pimples, which I still do now, but I definitely try to get rid of it with creams before I inevitably pop it. Over the summer, it was at its worst, and you know how usually being in the sun allows your face to become pimple-free? Wrong! My skin did the absolute opposite. It got worse because it was in the sun, it was peeling, so I touched it, and it just wasn't a good idea all around. Around August of 2020 was when I had my first dermatologist appointment. I finally caved. I went in thinking that she was going to put me on Accutane, and all I wanted was to be put on Accutane because I've heard so many of my friends going on it, so I thought that was the only option. But now, after knowing that I have depression... It would have been a recipe for disaster, like horrible. Accutane <laughs> is one of the options that she gave me, but she first wanted to work topically, and then if it didn't work, we would go to medications, hormones, etc. So at the beginning, my face process was basically washing my face with an oil-free cleanser twice a day, applying clindamycin in the mornings, and then tretinoin in the evenings. Now I'm sorry if I say those wrong but clendamycin basically is supposed to like erase the bacteria by adding more bacteria and tretinonin is supposed to um, make my skin really dry so the pimples dry up. And a couple w- months went by and I saw results for sure I mean, it wasn't just nothing, but I was really upset that it wasn't working faster. Why wasn't my face getting any better? I would moisturize all the time and my face would still be dry because of the tretinonin. As opposed to when I was younger, my face was always oily. I still don't know to this day which one I prefer because both of them suck and they have their pros and their cons. But then at our next appointment in november of 2020 she told me to start using glycolic pads which burn people they burn still to this day and i have to use it twice a day now they burn and then she switched my cleanser to a glycolic salicylic acid cleanser instead yep um the cleanser and the pads have helped a ton and I think that my biggest difference has been since I've been put on the pads and the cleanser um and then sometime in there I think in December she also put me on a benzoyl peroxide wash for the showers which bleaches everything and I low-key really want to try it on my hair but I'm a little too scared um and then an amzeek mask which I'm supposed to do twice a week so the mask foams from a green to a yellow color, and your face looks disgusting, but I guess it works. I don't know. It's still a pretty recent development, because I didn't like it at the beginning, and now I have to do it again. Um, but she took me off the clendamycin in December, which was very important, because it's a great starter topical that's supposed to combat the bacteria at the top, so like the... which is what i had when my pimples would ooze everywhere but now that it's just blackheads and pimples sorry underneath she told me to stop taking it because i it can actually reverse all the progress that i made which is really weird so now my face has seen better days and it's amazing the scars went away for the most part and actually let me let you in on a little secret it's not because of any of those expensive creams it's because of neosporin neosporin i am so blessed to be on skincare tiktok and i was scrolling through in october and this one doctor said that her secret for any type of scars is neosporin so i said why not give it a shot my mom has loads in the medicine cabinet and guys it works wonders That's how my scars went away. Okay, I feel like I should go through a little run-through to what my skincare routine is now, just in case anyone wants to take a note and do it for their skin. So in the mornings, I wash with a glycolic salicylic acid cleanser. I use the glycolic pads, which are wonderful as much as I complain about them, and then I moisturize. That's all I do. Super important. At night, I again use the same cleanser, use the same pads, and I apply tretinonin. And then the tretinonin is supposed to have a good layer before I go to bed, so no moisturizer on top. Twice a week, I'll do the Amzeek mask after the cleanser, and then I'll do everything normal after that, and then whenever I shower, and I shower at night, which is kind of important, I use the benzoyl benzoyl peroxide wash instead of the cleanser, but then everything else normal after that. Every now and then, I will do an oil-free moisturizing mask, which is great for keeping my dry skin in check and that's about it. If you have acne like mine, I think you should definitely see a dermatologist at least once. See what their opinion is about your face, see what they give you, because what slowly worked for me might not work for you. My friends have their own type of acne too, but for one of them, birth control was the way to go, and for the other one, acne medication. So topically might seem like the less invasive choice, but sometimes the acne doesn't want to go away and that's okay. I just saw my dermatologist in March and she wanted to put me on birth control. So mine is a combination of both, but she said if it still hasn't gone clear now, it might be hormonal acne. So I'm still thinking about that, but that's just something to keep in mind. I feel like I have talked way too much but I have two important things in this realm of acne that I haven't even touched on and this is the most important that has to do with the podcast. How acne has affected my self-image and confidence is huge and what I did about it and what I'm still trying to overcome And then I also really want to talk about diet and lifestyle, because I think that one of the biggest problems I had with acne, and what I've discovered through having acne, because I wouldn't have discovered this any other way, was a lactose intolerance. Can you believe it, people? A lactose intolerance. And also, I've had a lot of consequences of playing a sport and working out each day, to after covid not doing any of it and then now going back to it so how all that works out too so i'm gonna make a part two explaining all of that and the discoveries that i've made while having acne see i don't regret it at all even though it wasn't a choice that i made because i learned about my habits and what i need to do to live a healthier lifestyle while also maintaining a happier more positive energy I think that acne was a really 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 big part of learning how to love myself and it's a big part in why I do what I do. So shout out to Gracie for giving me this idea to talk about my journey through acne and I hope you guys come back next week to delve in deeper into the journey with my face. Thank you.